0: hello
1: and welcome to the foreign podcast the podcast with foreigners for every
0: flavor and what flavor are you pet I'm, uh, I'm the tongue twister flavor Mike I think you, I think you did pretty well with that. There's plenty of uh, plenty of uh, F's and O's and P's and pods like it's uh, I'm proud of you proud of you for making it this far into the podcast without having to stop for five minutes to sort your shit up
1: Which is basically yeah what happened. <laughs> This week we're going to be continuing on from last week's uh, discussion about language and uh, but first of all as we usually do we're going to start with a news item uh, that you have Pat.
0: I do have that like uh basically just uh, following on from last week we talked about uh, just to recap like Mike and I are both foreigners effectively we're both we're both from Britain and we uh, Mike lives in Denmark and I'm from England Pat, I'm
1: from England I'm not from Britain <laughs> Sorry to
0: <laughs> mean to offend you boss uh, and we talked last week, as Mike said, about the importance of, uh, importance of language, um, in terms of integrating if you're, if you're a, if you're a foreigner. Um, so I found a bit of news, which is about, uh, an association in, uh, in France called, uh, I don't actually know what it's called. Oh yes, I do. It's called, uh, L'Association Vilni Humanitaire, which is a, uh, it's an association in Le Mans, which is where they do the... The famous car race, I think. Yep. No, I don't I know very well about it. cars. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it's an association that uh, basically gives cores... Sorry, core is the French word. We're going to talk about that. It gives lessons to uh, Ukrainian immigrants like, free of charge, basically. Um,
1: Which is kind of good.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Uh, interestingly, it gives it also the the lady that does the core at the. Um, at the association she's ukrainian she's actually a ukrainian french teacher obviously a lot of ukrainian people turned up in france after the after the war started and she gives both french lessons and ukrainian lessons because a lot of the people that uh, were in the association they really wanted their children to not grow up uh, without the ukrainian language yeah so as we talked about like last week in France, the, the French language is, is critical and it turned out it pretty much was in Denmark as well. Um, so I just wanted to talk about this association a little bit because it's, um, it's pretty interesting. Like I've been, I've been involved in this type of thing, uh, but personally, I've, you know, I've uh, taught French to, to people who've, who've come to France and maybe can't, uh, don't really have access to, to French lessons and find themselves effectively excluded from society just based on language. I just thought it was a it was a pretty interesting piece of news to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so basically what you're saying is what you said last week that I think only twenty seven thousand out of three hundred thousand people um get kind of state sponsored French lessons, but everyone you from Ukraine gets it for free. Uh, no, I
0: don't. I don't think everyone from Ukraine. I think only there are twelve people in this association. It's literally so rare that people get free French lessons in France. Unbelievably, that um, that it actually is a it's a news story on uh, Actu Public, and it's um, which is what basically the the association was was actually set up just uh, um, as as a sort of social center for for Ukrainian people who found themselves in France, like as a result of the war. Um, but the fact that they've—it's that now become a centre of learning for like the French language for Ukrainian people—is literally in the news. I mean, like just to recap, well, you know what I talked about last week. Even though like the French state places immense importance on the on the learning of the French language, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you have to pay. You know, there there is no free. Uh, 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 we call it in France uh, apprentissage. Of the, of the French language at all, whereas I believe in Denmark it's effectively free to everyone.
1: Pretty much, yeah. You have to be registered to have, a, have a, a, a permit to stay in the country, and if you have that, then it's free, yeah.
0: There you go. Also, the, these lucky people in, in, this, in the association in Le Mans, the association vilni Humanitaire, are able to do lessons in both French and Ukrainian for free. I mean, they did have to sort of get bombed by that Russian bloke, and uh, you know, to be able to get free French lessons. So I guess that's a pretty fair exchange. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It should, there should be a kind of, you know, a message to all countries. All, all you need to do is just get bombed. <laughs> well, Pat, thanks very much for that news uh, article there. <laughs> That was. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the uh, our listeners were just excited uh, as I was. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty
0: sure they they were as, they were as pumped as I I yeah. was to learn that 12 Ukrainian people had, had got some free French lessons and that yeah well, the fact that, that that's a news story is just absolutely astonishing to me. But there you go. That's uh, that's what makes the news in France in terms of the French language and
1: immigration. So that was this was kind of i mean, wouldn't say front page news, but this was newsworthy. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Yep
0: absolutely but there you go like i said i've been involved with uh with associations that have done this sort of thing in Montpellier, um giving french lessons to to people that need them because they're so expensive and i just i i seriously i'm a bit baffled that this can even be a, a a necessity that you know that the state doesn't provide some kind of like some kind of way for learning the french language for people that really can't speak it at all it's just it's just absolutely beyond me. But, but there you are. That's why I wanted to talk about this uh, this association in Le Mans.
1: Yeah, fair enough. But as we also spoke about last week, Pat and I have, you know, you've been in, how long in France, Pat? How long have you been here?
0: I've been in about 13 and a half years now. Yeah,
1: and I've been in Denmark since 1999. I think my master's twenty 24 years. And um, we both pretty much speak the language fluently, would you not say? I, you think,
0: I think I'm probably more fluent than you are, Mike. Uh, What, in Danish? Basically. Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that, that would be amazing if you
0: were. (laughs) Uh, No, yeah, I I don't know. I would say... I don't know like fluency is a bit of a, a bit of a weird thing isn't it when you when you talk about like well, is there not nothing you're that flu- you no.
1: is there nothing that you can't communicate of how you feel or think to somebody else
0: No absolutely not no. I suppose no, if- I I I understand like but the, I do I, there are some things I I don't quite get because they're sort of uh I don't there's some idiomatic French which is uh, which is a bit difficult for me but like it's uh, it's it's mainly because my obviously I lived in Britain for 36 years so all of my sort of home social life and blah-de-blah is, is in English. So, for example, when, when people like, I don't know, like shout at their kids or whatever, or, you know, their kids are sort of uh, having a bit of a row with their parents or whatever, there'll, there'll be a lot of idiomatic language, which uh, which I might not quite get, for example. But apart from that, no, there's a, there's literally nothing I don't understand.
1: Well, see, the point of me asking that question is is that, as we spoke last week, the idea of, how language is important to France and how it's important to Denmark and uh, not just important in terms of national identity, but in terms of integration, you can't Mm. really be integrated without the language.
0: No,
1: but that brings me on to one of my kind of bugbears, one of my irritations. So this is just going to be a long spiel of me moaning. So if, um, (laughs) if, if, if people want to kind of, you know, fast forward 20 minutes and we'll just say goodbye, but I th- I, b- because the thing is, when you're uh, in public, when you talk to people, especially as a foreigner, and I'm sure if there are other people who are foreign listening to this, they will be able to relate to it, and maybe even people who aren't kind of, you know, foreigners in their own country have done the same thing. But the idea of when you make a mistake in the language that you're speaking. So if I make mm. a mi- if I make a mistake in Danish, like Danish has this um, system very similar to French, but maybe not so many rules with the, the French le and la. Mm-hmm. Denmark has it and in. Okay. And there's a certain things that is just, and, and that's the article. That's like a table is it for and mm-hmm. a, a chair is in stall. Right?
0: Okay.
1: But sometimes if you're talking fast or maybe if you've had something to drink or whatever, you can kind of mix that up. You can, you, you can just make a mistake. Okay. But when I make a mistake, I I kind of get really self-conscious because I can see the look in the person's eye that I'm talking to. And Mm. it's like, I've made a mistake because I'm a foreigner and the language is maybe difficult for me or whatever, whatever. But my brain knows I've made the mistake and I can either go back and correct it or I can just carry on.
0: Do you you find that some people will correct you?
1: Oh, often. Yeah, often people correct my mistakes. And I think, you know, they say it's because it's, they're trying to help or they make a joke about it. Cause I'll pull them up on it now. And mm. uh, they'll just say, Oh, we're trying to help you be integrated and we're trying to help you be Danish and ha 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 kind of thing. But, <laughs> but, 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 but what it actually does, you know, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to paint myself as some kind of victim here. Cause you know, it's all fine. It's all good. But what it does is it kind of is slightly irritating because are you listening to what I'm saying? or Are yeah. you listening to how I'm saying it? Yeah. And the kind of the flip side of it is, just as anyone in any language, if, you, uh, if you're if you in England and you only can speak English, you will make mistakes speaking. English. You will say he played good instead of he played well. You will make all kinds mm. of mistakes, but they're just mistakes that you've made. Whereas, you know, if that person was speaking to a Dane and a Dane made that mistake with an article, they just sort of mm. let it go because they know mm. that they're Danish and they've made a mistake. But when it's, when you're kind of, a foreigner speaking the language it's all every mm. mistake you make is always because you're foreign
0: mm. i gotta be honest like with uh in terms of like make obviously like uh, as you said in france it's you know the article if we're talking about uh, gendered nouns you know the articles are learn and or un um I made mistakes like that all the time. And like people, I I think, you know, probably I don't want to blow my own trumpet, but I think, you know, probably like the rest of my French is is good enough for people to kind of like not care because I've already moved on. I don't really get pulled up on it too much anymore. It's only if, uh, I used to a lot actually, like, but like not, not quite so much anymore, but the, um, if, if I'm going to get corrected, it's probably because I have, I've made some kind of uh, I I can't formulate a sentence well enough to sort of convey meaning. So like if I if I'm tr- sort of trying to s- say something particularly complicated like, or, and and I I just can't do it for whatever reason I'm sort of struggling a little bit. Then somebody will kind of step in to help me. But if I say like le chaise the the chair it, uh, instead of la chaise which is it's it's feminine so you say la uh, people don't really they might they might raise an eyebrow but I don't really get um. I don't get too much actual correction anymore. I, I did, I have, I have got quite shirty with a few people to be honest over that. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you know, for exactly the same reason, it's just like, well, you know, so what at the end of the day,
1: yeah, that's it. it's just,
0: I know, I know like, you know, okay, like language is like really important for integration, but like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, at the end of the day, language is just a communication system, right? It and is, so yeah. like I so say, if somebody knows what you're saying, then uh, what's the problem, yeah.
1: you know? Danish is really uh, difficult because it's all the words are really similar and the vowel sounds are really similar. Uh, uh. So it's like you've got I'll I'll give you uh, some um, see I mean I can't even pronounce it, so if any Danish people are listening, they're gonna be laughing at me again now. But there's like <laughs> but there's like a toll and that's that's a train. And okay. then there's talk, which is I took something. I sort of talk okay. so there's talk, which is two. And then there's toll, which is fog, and it's okay. just it's just a nightmare. So when you're talking fast, you know, I obviously I'm not saying you know I'm sitting in the fog traveling to Copenhagen. Yep. I'm saying I'm sitting in the train, and I might just kind of get the vowel sound wrong. And um, surely,
0: surely, there's a massive contextual element to that, right? If uh, you know, no one, no one thinks that you're you're sort of like traveling to Copenhagen in the fog
1: no Surely. no, yeah, yeah yeah but what i mean is i mean people people will pull me up on it i mean it's not like you know i'll talk to some guy in a shop and he'll start correcting me i'm I'm, <laughs> you know because yeah but i'm just talking about kind of my my social circle
0: okay
1: so but basically i'm telling the people um you know through this podcast that i don't like them that's basically what i'm trying to say and uh <laughs> just <laughs> no but I, I but i think it's um yeah i just think as i said the for me, the main point was is that mistakes that are made in a foreign language feels to me like it comes down to the fact that I'm a foreigner making a mistake rather mm. than a native speaker making a mistake. Whereas- it kind
0: of does. It does tie into what we were talking about like last week in terms of the the fact that you are the fact that you're foreign, like literally, like practically negates the fact that you're Mike. Yeah, you know, it's it's like I, I definitely do feel this sometimes. It's just like I am perpetually English. You know there's nothing you know there's there's very little I can do about that I'm effectively in in one way stripped of my identity because like a lot of people do place such a massive emphasis on the role of national identity in their in their sort of personal makeup you know what I mean it's just like i I am no longer Patrick, I am English, and uh you know that that's literally dehumanizing, do you know what I mean It's it just is, like yeah. you know, a bit... Well, yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not funny. I mean, like I say, you know, we've said this like many times before. Effectively, we're on the we're kind of on the lucky end of it, really. Obviously, if you're a if you're a Muslim, for example, that can be pretty uh, pretty nasty for a lot of people, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was actually going to start a GoFundMe page to uh, you know for <laughs> for my psychological treatment, but no, yeah, <laughs> I know, I absolutely agree with you. But this whole dehumanisation kind of thing, and yeah, I think it's a really good point because the next kind of point really is, and again, I get why people do it, and we'll get into that. But every single social gathering that I'm at, and I meet someone for the first time, there won't the two minutes will go by, and they'll ask me where I'm from. Yeah, every every single time for twenty four yeah. years.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's harsh. It's pretty harsh, you know, but, and, and, I, and, and it's and kind he's of just like grind, I do you know. feel like really saying to people, seriously, I just didn't sign up for this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, I, I like you know, love you, love your cheese and wine and that. Do you know what I mean? I, I'm joking, <laughs> like, but like, come on. You know, like I've been here for like thirteen years, I can speak the language. Like it's not an issue. You know what I mean? I, th- I think obviously the the elephant in the room here is that you know language isn't actually the issue. You know what I mean? It's, it's the fact that we're not you know not French or not Danish that the kind of kind of is a, a a bit of a problem or not a problem for some people. It's just it's not. Like, I do want to make the point that it's it's really not like French or Danish people. You know, they're not the only people that do this. No, I, I've you know, probably I done went, it myself.
1: I've probably well exactly and they've
0: had an an accent and i've said where are you from you know yeah yeah yeah. i mean i I went to a i went to a wedding last year and um i saw some people i hadn't seen for a long time and and i I saw a a, an old friend of mine and his and his wife and and like you know we were we we sort of used to hang around together when we were when they were in college and you know i was i was working on a on a website and uh they um I said, to her, you know, I said to her, you know, you haven't changed at all. Do you know what I mean? And she was just like, "Well, you look pretty French now." So what the fuck does that mean? Do you know what yeah. I mean? If you're listening to this, Rachel, you know I'm just making the point. It doesn't matter. My you know mum, I mean? my mum like also
1: it- says that I look Danish. I dress, <laughs> I, 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 I dress Danish now, <laughs> which
0: is, uh, what, is yeah. what the fuck is that? Yeah, absolutely insane. I think I mean I've got pretty fluffy hair and uh, and like you know. I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's what it is. I look a bit bohemian and, you know, I don't yeah. know. Like it's, uh, I just, I just, I was completely blindsided by it. You know what I mean? I just did, I really didn't know what to say. I didn't say anything. In fact, I was just like, what? Like and she saw, you know, I had a bit of a blank look on my face and she was just like, oh, you know, it's not in a, in a bad way. <laughs> I was <just> like, well, <laughs> really? <laughs> I just didn't, I just didn't understand it at all. Because
1: usually if you say someone looks French, you actually criticise it. So yeah. Well, yeah, it, it could be
0: that way. It could be. But no, I do, I do get it. Obviously, I do have to... It's pretty much... I mean, obviously, it is related to language. But I think it just kind of like throws up the fact that I'm not French because like, as soon as people hear my accent, they ju- they know I'm not French and I mm. have to say where I'm from.
1: Yeah, I think we should you have know? those cards. You know, I don't know if you remember in the old days, sometimes yeah. if you were sitting on the train, they'd become some sort of, uh, I don't know, mentally ill person and they'd kind of hand out cards. So you could yeah, that's it. So a, you, you know, could read them and just in case they acted weirdly that you wouldn't sort of react that's it so or, or some go,
0: kind of just like some kind of badge that you can sew onto your clothing or yeah, whatever. That's you know it, what I mean? Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah. Because, and the thing is, I understand, and I've spoken to people about it, obviously. And a lot of them tell me that their intention is, is obviously good. I mean, no one's sort mm. of saying it to kind of, you know, sort of, ha ha, ha you're, you know, you've got an accent yeah. it, and, and it's because they're genuinely interested. And I think Denmark, yeah, yeah. especially, um, I don't, Think France maybe kind of suffers if that's the right word to use from this. Mm. But Denmark is this kind of small country, and Denmark likes to play on the fact that it's this kind of small country. So why would anybody Mm. want to be here in our kind of small country? Even though they Mm. absolutely love their country and think it's amazing. So maybe that's why people want to be here. But yeah, that's that's a different podcast, really. But Mm -hmm. so so the idea of someone having and they and they also see their own language as really difficult.
0: Mm. They
1: they've told themselves that it's one of the most difficult languages in the world to learn. I don't know where he got it from. I'm sure Cantonese is a little bit tougher, but still. Mm. So this is kind of surprise that A, that you're here, and why are you in our tiny little country? Why haven't you gone to Germany, France, America, Mm. uh, whatever? And and so, yeah, they're actually genuinely interested in the language. But the thing is, you know, they also say to me, oh, you speak Danish really well. And I'm like, well, I've been here 24 years, and I've studied at university, and I teach people in Danish. So yeah, you know I suppose I do, but again I don't want to be rude to people.
0: But yeah, you know, so.
1: just fuck off. No, <laughs> but, and but, no, but 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 the, I thing, yeah. but the thing that it does is is that it kind of, um, if we kind of get a, a little bit half serious, <laughs> is that you're at a party, you're enjoying yourself, you're having a drink, you're talking to people you know, and you're just kind of in the moment. But then all of a sudden you meet someone new, and then you kind of you're separate from that group and also and also i've been to sort of parties or gatherings where you know i've actually been introduced as you know this is dave there's no one in denmark called dave but this is dave he's a teacher this is peter he's an engineer this is mike he's from england Mm -hmm. like you know and and so it basically what they're saying is that my kind of status is is that uh, that party is or, or mm. that gathering is now defined by the fact that I was just randomly born somewhere yeah. that wasn't Denmark.
0: Yeah, no, I can. I, I, I'm pretty sure that what you're describing is like a, is a universal experience for for people that weren't born in the country they live in. I I, I know I said this in. I'm a, I'm a student. I'm doing a I'm doing a master's in at the University of Nîmes, and uh, the lady that managed my uh, memoir, which was the the long piece of work that I did for for my for my course last year. She she said that I wrote about this in, in the in the in the the research that I did, and and uh, she said that she had a she's got an Italian friend who lives in France. So he uh, he teaches, well, he's a maître de conférence now at the, the Sorbonne in Paris. Like it's just pretty heavy shit, to be honest. And like you know, he taught us last year, and he's amazing. But, you know, he speaks with an Italian accent, obviously, because yeah. um, he's Italian. And um, the first thing he said to us was, I'm not French. Do you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> and she, said to him, she said to him that after reading, you know, what I said, that basically his experience is exactly the same. Like, this, you know, we talked about this last week, you know, the early years of just endless humiliation being crushed down to zero, et cetera, et cetera. And it never ends. Basically, you are always, always foreign, and it's uh it's pretty it it, it is pretty harsh. Like I said I don't want to you know play the world's smallest violin, but yeah, it does get a pretty grueling after you know sort of yeah 24
1: twenty four twenty. You're, you're twenty four years.
0: Yeah. It's just horrible, you know. And but then, you know, it's I mean, it, it could be worse, you know. What I mean, oh cool, it, so it to, could be a lot
1: worse. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. But the, but the funny thing is once because people also say to me that because they're so kind of, they find most people find gatherings or parties a bit tedious and especially the kind of small talk, you know, what do you do for a living and blah, blah, blah. And so as soon as they sort of see something or hear something different, they'll kind of jump on that because it, it, it then isn't just about like what, what you do for a living. But for me, yeah. but for me, the other side of that is, is that my kind of social status or my status in that gathering isn't something that in any way because of something I've done. I haven't you earned, earned yeah, 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 I, I haven't earned that social status. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's just because I, I just naturally have it because I again I was just randomly born on an island with sixty five million people and yeah, it, that's it. stupidly say, voted to leave Europe. You know.
0: So <laughs> this level of Exoticism, basically. Yeah. Like to be honest, I, I, I've got to be honest. Obviously, you know, I've, I've obviously there's a there's, there is a negative side to this, but like there there is also, um, sometimes it it has definitely played in my favor to not be French. I've got I've got to be completely honest about that. Sometimes it's actually so you've
1: nice played to, you've
0: to, played the foreign card. I, I, I've I've played the foreign card, Mike. I, I, I admit <laughs> that yeah yeah. I, so I, I, so I, I I. gotta say, like you know, it does the biggest... thing. Yeah. <laughs> what um. <laughs> you know like i i all the moaning and griping i mean i live in a for, in a foreign country you know i don't live in my native country because i actually enjoy being a foreigner you know i i enjoy being uh something different from everyone else i actually really like it i mean you know it's a sort of, it's it's something that you know i'm it's a bit of a sort of like personality trait but i actually like that
1: uh collision of I understand what you're saying. I like the,
0: uh, I like this sort of like point of opposition. I mean, I'm, I'm vegan as well. And, and I, you know, I, I'm not going to It took you three lie. episodes to mention it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I am vegan. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, a, a massive part of, no one asked you for A massive forgotten. part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that i'm vegan <laughs> like and like the uh the, a big part of that is being able to you know when somebody offers me some food i i just sort of like look at it and go uh no thanks i'm vegan and, and they just have to because i i love the fact that they then have to question the fact that they're not vegan do you know what i mean and like it's uh it, uh, it kind of is kind of similar to the to me having to sort of say you know yeah I'm English kind of thing, like, so what you know there, there's always this like underlying like so what you know what what does that mean to you, yeah, you know, and there, there is definitely this sort of like reflexive element in the entire argument because they they then have to assess how they feel about that about the fact that i'm I'm not French
1: but it does also raise the question or maybe a two part question is is that you know is who you are, where you're from hmm.
0: Not that, for me. Because I mean, I, I, that, that, I, I, that,
1: that is, in a way, kind of what is being communicated to you. Again, in a very friendly, yeah. again, a very normal, I've probably done it, everyone does it. But being on the receiving end of it for 24 years, or so, you know, I'll say that again, 24 oh, yeah, years, you know, <laughs> is, is who I am, where I'm from. Because now I've actually no, lived well, in no, Denmark quite, longer than I've lived in the yeah. UK. So yeah. I'm maybe I'm more Danish than English, whatever that means.
0: Well, yeah, but, exactly. Like, I, I think, I think to be honest, that that's a that's a personal choice, isn't it? Like, you know, I mean, I, I personally, I, like, I said this last week. I, do, I don't feel any attachment to Britain. You know, I don't, I don't feel that. You know, I'm English. You miss
1: it. You miss, you love it. <laughs> I fucking love <laughs> it. You love it, mate.
0: Like, <laughs> um, you know, I don't. I mean, I've, I've, I've met an awful lot of French people that feel exactly the same way. They don't, you know, they don't feel French. They don't, you know, really believe in sort of like national politics and blah-de-blah. And, you know, I've, I'm, I'm kind of the same, you know. I, know I don't really, I don't, I don't believe that I'm inherently English, whatever that means. You know, obviously during the Brexit debate, there was this massive debate in Britain about what, what, what does it mean, Mike, to be British, sorry, English. What does that mean?
1: There's a really good um, uh, discussion we should have on another podcast. Which relates to what you were just saying, because there's um, about the integration test, about what you have to sort of do. Sorry, not integration test. The uh, to get a passport, national. What's it called? Nationality test. Compact. Okay. Out. What's it called? I don't know. Like called the, uh, the uh,
0: nat- naturalization test. Yeah, the naturalization or
1: test like... or something like that. But anyway, is that they want? There was this d- debate, not just from the right wing parties, but how to have questions that the answers would make. I don't know, the adjudicators sort of see that you are Danish in your heart. Mm. Danish in your heart. Oh, my man. God. Dansk, Danish, it Dansk <laughs> i Dansk <laughs> i y- <laughs> Danish in your heart. So, <laughs> so, so it, it's not just enough now <laughs> just to speak the language and to, I don't know, get a, you know go to work, get a job. Your pay soul it, pay has to be That's Danish. You have to out. be Danish in your heart.
0: Oh my god, I can't, I can't even think about that, Mike. That's <laughs> just making my head hurt. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I don't, I don't know, like, um, yeah, I mean, let, let's talk about that at a different time. Yeah, yeah, about, we will.
1: It was just a nice aside to yeah, uh, yeah, to yeah, what yeah. you were saying, but I suppose to sort of sum this up, as we said, this conversation is carrying on from last week, and the idea of being foreign and language being the key to not just understanding the culture, but being integrated in the culture. Basically, you're never actually integrated yep. anywhere, really. Because even <laughs> even when you can speak the language completely fluently, people will shh, cotton on to that you're not, you ain't from yeah. around here, are you, Boa? And then yeah. so you'll always be foreign, like always.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it does. Which is interesting, you, you know. It. Who you mix with, you know what I mean? But, like, it's, uh, yeah, it is it is, a, it is an, a, an actual thing. There will always be people that, you know, that, that will always see you as a foreigner. And, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I've only I've only done 13 years, Mike, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you, you just done, wait, mate. You wait. I just came in you 24. I'm just a fucking baby. You know what I mean? I'm a youngster.
1: So, anyway, so to so conclude, again, it's not, like, a huge problem, but I just think it's interesting that, learning the language and being here such a long time, the idea of me being foreign is still really prevalent in my life. I don't feel, or I'm, you know, when I say I'm made to feel, that again, that kind of maybe uh, means I want some sympathy and I don't, but I'm just made to sort of feel foreign. I'm reminded of my foreignness quite regularly, but like you also, I'll also admit I also play the foreign card. And sometimes I just sort of speak English to my colleagues because I know that they understand it. And it's just easier for me. And um, as we spoke about last week as well, there is a little bit more of a status, a social status around being English and the English language in Denmark, um, which there perhaps isn't. Or as you said, you know, 50% of people get annoyed by, by advertising. So there isn't that kind of status. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can use that status when I want to. So in a way, I'm just a spoiled brat because, you know, I just basically, basically. I, I, I want to use that status when, when it suits me. But then when everyone, uh, you know, at some kind of social gathering is asking me where I'm from the whole time, I just think, can't you just treat me like everybody else? Yeah. So I want my cake and I want to eat it. Yeah, that's it. That's it.
0: I, you know, I understand effectively you're, you're basically saying that you know, no matter what you do, you're not like everyone else. It's the same for me. It's exactly the same. But like, um, to be honest, Mike, and I've got to say this, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, you know I, think I, mean? like, I, I
1: think, you know, all in all, I kind of enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's my podcast, and I'll cry if I want to. So, that's there. so yeah, okay. I think that should um, wrap it up for this week. But we've taken up far too much of everybody's time, including our, <laughs> including our own. I just want to say a quick thanks to uh, a friend of mine called Mez, who um, posted on our Instagram page, which is at foreignpodcast, that, um, as he said, he never knew he needed it in his life, this podcast. And now he does. So, if you feel like Maz and you want to kind of big us up or say something nice, you can find us um, on at Foreign Podcast. You can also email us. You can yeah spam our DMs. We're on Twitter. We're everywhere. You know, you can't really escape us. So, um, but yeah, I just, want to say thanks to Maz. Thanks, Mars. Yeah, thanks, Maz. Great bloke. Thanks, Mars. He is. He's a buddy. I appreciate it. Yeah. So well, that will wrap it up for this week. And um, we'll be back in a couple of weeks' time, I think.
0: Thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you. See you in two weeks. Yeah,
1: bye.